Welcome to Old Panic, No Disco, where no conversation is off limits and the laughs are always free. These two earned their blunt friend badges many years ago, so you can count on them to always keep it real. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Arwen and Cami. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. So this week we have a special guest with us, Nathan. Nathan, go ahead and say hi. Hello, everyone. Shout out to Luke Marsh, first of all. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, Love shout that. out Luke. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Luke. Shout out. <laughs> so anyway, hey, <laughs> be mad. <laughs> we have Nathan. Nathan is somebody that I knew from my sister and He's a tough cookie to crack. He's a man of few words, and he has a background in military. He's also a local EPD officer. And so today, we're just going to break down those walls, and we're going to answer or get answers to all these questions we have about Nathan. So I'm just going to come in hot, Nathan. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> we're going to start at the beginning. So give us an inside peek, childhood, teen years, growing up. Tell us about little Nathan. Little Nathan. Uh, little Nathan was a little rambunctious. Uh, had one of those, like, back in the... So I grew up in the 90s, uh, kind of showing my age. Uh, but the the uh, the blonde dyeing the hair thing, that was that was real big in there. So I... Frosted tips. Yes, I tried to do the frosted tips, but my hair wasn't Rainy long noodles. enough. Yeah, so it's just kind of just a blot on top of my head. Uh, <laughs> explains a little bit about me. Uh, but I grew up, yeah, I grew up here in Evansville, um, went to, uh, Catholic school all throughout high school, uh, went to, uh, IU for college, um, shout out to them, made the tournament this year, doing great. Yeah. Um, uh, right after college, I, uh, I was a financial planner for a couple of years, like 2008, 2009, uh, right when. That's a rough time to be yeah, a financial planner. It was, right, uh, right when the recession hit, uh. So a fresh 22, 23-year-old right out of college, people didn't really want to give me their money. So, uh, What'd you go to school for? Uh, business, just business management. Yeah. Like, had no idea what I wanted to do. Went to IU, enjoyed my time at IU. Um, wasn't really focused on what I wanted to do after <laughs> IU. Um, so I just, uh, that kind of popped up, uh, something that I thought I would be interested in. And uh, the recession hit was absolutely not interested in it anymore uh, just being just doing desk job stuff was was something that uh, I found out that uh, was not uh, not something for me mm-hmm. um, so made the decision to join the army um, join the National Guard I've been still currently in the National Guard I'm uh, just recently got promoted to major Wow congratulations. Uh, thank you thank you I was enlisted for a little bit um, uh, and switched over to the officer side been in for 13 years now uh and on the police department side i joined uh, the police department about four years ago almost four years ago mm-hmm. yeah and what were you doing before that so that's that's the <laughs> the part that uh cammy taylor <laughs> and page want to know so much about yeah <laughs> yeah um so national guard is is part-time but there's there's also uh there's active duty spots so that's, that's kind of what i did was I would go on active duty orders for like eight, nine, ten months, uh, where I would, I would have to leave Evansville and go wherever, uh, you know, come back for like two or three months. Um, so I did that for a long time. Uh, some of the stuff, I mean, it's nothing like special, but it's just something that wasn't like not not allowed to talk about, but just 
was encouraged not to like mm-hmm. talk about the stuff though. So, and it's, that sounds way cooler than it is. And I promise you it's not. <laughs> so did you always have an interest in military growing up or it was just something to pivot to? Uh, yeah, the military was all, always like growing up was always playing like army and stuff like that. Is um, your, does anybody in your family, did they serve? Uh, some uncles and a grandparent did. Yeah. Um, but like I never really talked to him about it. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because typically. Yeah, something like you know, talk to him about it. Yeah, like there'd be kinda, some kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah but there there wasn't. Um, but uh, so after like doing the whole financial planner thing for for that couple of years, um, you know, it was something that I always wanted to do. But I wanted to I wanted to go to college first, and, and I wanted to go to college with my friends and stuff like that. An experience. Exactly. That. I wanted yeah. to experience the whole college thing. Yeah. Um, got to do that. Uh, so then. Went to the military, um, so I was enlisted infantry for a couple years. Uh, Now I'm an infantry officer. Um, But yeah, it was was like I always kind of wanted to do it, but I wanted Mm -hmm. to experience some stuff before I got into the military, yeah. Okay, so this wasn't a question I initially was going to ask you, but now that you're talking, I have to. (laughs) So you said you grew up in the 90s. I'm not, you know, doing this to age you in any way, but how old were you when 9-11 happened? I was a... I think I was a sophomore. Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. I'm doing um, math because I'm not even sure when I... Do yeah. you think that that had any effect on wanting to go to military? I feel like a lot of people ran and enlisted right absolutely. away after that. Yeah, and absolutely. Because you were, you know, approaching age at that mm-hmm. point. I mean, was that... Did that affect you at all in the military stance? Yeah. Um, so, like, looking back uh, on my military career, like, I kind of wish I would have like straight out of out of uh, high school joined um, and then actually gone to either Iraq or Afghanistan. Um, like I've been in 13 years and mm-hmm. uh, I haven't, I, depending on how you, how you look at it, been fortunate or unfortunate to, to not deploy to Iraq, Afghanistan. I've deployed a couple of times, but non-combat deployments. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending on how you look at it, some people are like, Hey, that's you're you're fortunate. And then kind of on the flip side of that, uh, like, well, I didn't get to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to yeah. serve my country. You know, I didn't get to be over there with the guys. I didn't do that <clears throat> that the other guys had to do, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's kind of fortunate that I didn't have to go. I didn't have to worry about getting shot up, blown up, and stuff like that. But then I didn't get to experience that with, you know, with build that camaraderie. That mm-hmm. It's such a huge thing. Yeah. So, like, what is, like, the percentage of people that you interact with now that went over there? Mm-hmm. Do you uh, have it's, contact with a lot of people? Uh, it's it's dwindling. Most of those people are kind of out now that uh, kind of grew up in mm-hmm. the, the global war on terrorism era. Um, a yeah, lot of those probably people. probably their kids. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's the crazy thing is uh, whenever we pulled out of Afghanistan uh, just recently, um, like some of those people that were over there, like during the withdrawal, that crazy withdrawal, um, they, were, they weren't even born yet on mm. 9-11, which Whoa. is, I know, it's crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, it's just how long we were we were over there. So, mm-hmm. um, so kind Jeez. of bouncing off that a little bit, what is the scariest thing that you've ever had to do? You know, whether it be military or police work. Um, the so going into a house. Um, so we, I mean, we go into houses all the time. But uh, this is police. Yes, yeah, it's police. Uh, um, so the the initial run um, was. Well, I'll go back to the to the very beginning of this one. 
Um, so get called to, uh, I think it was like a criminal mischief in progress or something. So I go to this house, um, uh, the, the offender is gone already, but I get there, uh, and the, the victim, uh, who lives here, uh, she, she's telling me that her, her ex-boyfriend, so she's got her current boyfriend's truck is parked out in front of her house. Um, her ex-boyfriend shows <laughs> up. Yeah. And, and this big truck, um, and basically just starts ramming new boyfriend's truck, completely destroys his truck. Uh, and she gives a description like it was a, it was a red truck. Like he had, he had just left right before we got there. But she gives a, detri- a description of the truck, just, just a red truck. So, um, I stay on scene to kind of talk to her and get the information. And then another car goes, kind of look, looks around for the, for this truck. Um, it ends up being like a, a red work truck. So they're looking for just kind of a regular red pickup truck and ends up being just, uh, it ended up being like a work truck. It's got like the tools and stuff on the back. So they, they think they told me later that they thought they'd saw it, but, uh, they weren't looking for that type of truck. So mm-hmm. they let it go. Um, and she gave me a couple spots where he, he could have gone, um, and parked, but he got, so I get all the information for the report. Um, and he gets, it's super busy. It's the middle of the summer. So I never got a chance to go look for the car or look for him. <clears throat> so on a bunch of different runs, uh, like two hours later, uh, we get a call, um, from, I think, I can't remember how old she was, but like teenage, little young teenage girl calls saying, uh, there's been a shooting. Her mom's dead. Um, Oh my and it's gosh. at the same address that I was just at. Mm. So I go flying over there. Um, I'm, I thought, I'm like the second or third car on scene. Um, there's two officers already up at the door as I'm running up. Um, they're kind of yelling out inside and the little girl comes running out and she said, my mom's dead inside. Uh, so then I'm the first one. So they're kind of dealing with, with the little girl. And so I'm standing in the doorway and don't know exactly what happened inside, but, mm-hmm. uh, someone at least one person is potentially dead inside and then now i have to go in there mm-hmm. to potentially yeah. find a dead person or potentially find a gunman so um, I, I had people behind me but you know i've got to be the one to step in there first well, yeah. yeah i'm not even going first in a haunted house so <laughs> same, like same. no yeah. <laughs> yeah um so that was like in done's not necessarily with like potentially dead people already inside but uh that was probably the like Got checked like a, gotta go, but I don't know what oh exactly gosh. I'm going into. And that one, that one sucked too because I, I was literally just there two hours ago, right. and uh, she ended up being deceased inside. And he was the shooter who, who was ex boyfriend mm. was was also deceased. So he shot her and then shot himself. <sighs> unfortunately, in front of the, the, little, the little girl. Oh my gosh, yeah. and that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, and that's like because. Um, I've I worked in the legal field pretty much mm-hmm. like that's all I've worked. Yeah. Um, I love it, but like I wanted to go to law school and a lot of it's like family ki- kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like there's just no way. Like I make the joke, like I literally would I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have like fifty because <laughs> I would end up adopting yeah. all of those kids. Oh, because yeah. like I there's just no way. There's no way. And so, yeah, I mean, just that alone, people who work any kind of public, you know, service like that, I just commend those people because that alone just, it's going to make me cry just thinking (laughs) about it right now. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, Yeah. thank you, you know, on behalf of that part. Yeah. So gosh, yeah. The family part of it is just, that would be tough. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Sometimes you get the kids get involved a lot. 
I've unintentionally, it's like not their fault that they get involved. Just, uh, but uh, yeah, they, they get involved a lot of times. So mm -hmm. that part sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you think your time in the military, do you think it helped you prepare physically, mentally for police work? Do you think there's a lot of crossover there? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, not necessarily on being like, like obviously like knowing laws and stuff like that. You still have to, but just being like, yeah, physically fit, mentally, kind of mentally prepared for it. A hundred percent. Um, I think it was just, uh, being in the military and kind of being a little bit older than most, um, most applicants was, uh, a big reason that I, I was hired mm -hmm. after one, one application try. Um, so a lot of people have to apply like two, three times and, mm -hmm. um, and then it was a big, uh, a big boost for me getting on the SWAT team as well. So did you have, you apply for the SWAT team? You try out? How does that work? Yeah, so it's uh, it's an application. <laughs> I mean, I don't try know. No, yeah, no. Five, Trust six, me, I've seven. never <laughs> been on the SWAT team. Never even tried. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so it's a, it's a physical assessment and then uh, an oral interview. So the, the physical, it's like it's nothing crazy, but... Um, it's uh, no big deal. It's nothing yeah, crazy. No, no yeah, I'm sure. Theater. It's yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so you have to do a, a mile run with. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm already not going to make the SWAT team count. But you yeah. have to do it with your your helmet, uh, your vest, and your rifle. The no. the mile run, and then uh, there's a couple things you have to do, like with your gas mask on. Uh, everything you do, everything in your your plate carrier and your helmet. Um, there's a couple things you have to do with a gas mask and. How much does that stuff weigh? Like, is that the point of it, or is it yeah? Because like I mean, that's that's what we're operating in, and mm -hmm. helmets and body and body. Uh, had a brain fart there. Your vest. Um, yeah. So that's I mean that's what we're operating in. So we we potentially could have to run after someone and all that stuff. So how yeah. much does it weigh though? Do you know? Uh, it could with like everything on the vest is probably like 20 25 30 pounds yeah so, i mean yeah not much but it, mean, it, if, it you're, can, if yeah. you can run a mile you can carry it on you i'm sure yeah but yeah, yeah. No. give yeah. us an instance when the swat team would be need to be deployed i i mm. truly have no idea yeah. yeah uh so several different um instances that could happen like so if uh just patrol uh find somebody that has a felony warrant or something like that um, and they've got like a kind of a violent past. We've got this uh, SWAT matrix um, that we we basically run on on that individual. We see like it's what kind of history they have. If they've got a violent history, if they've got uh, like history of drug abuse or alcohol abuse mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, and if they've scored enough points on that matrix, um, they can either consult the SWAT commander or, or it could be an automatic SWAT caller if it's mm -hmm. if it's high enough. Um, so it could, something like that where it's a um, just patrol drums up a, a, a dude with a felony warrant who's won't come out. Then if he meets high enough on that matrix, call a SWAT team out. Uh, and it's not necessarily the whole SWAT team every time. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> narcotics could uh, drum something up. Like a narcotics unit could find something where they need to do the search warrant on the house. Um, and it kind of do the same thing. They they do the SWAT matrix, and if it meets um, a certain number, then we'll get called out to help them out. Um, and then just if like a shooting happens or something like that, yeah. that obviously uh, that's yeah. one that came to my mind, but I mean, I couldn't really think of many other instances, but yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So and you guys have a whole system for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and then, okay, so are you guys like, is it like a tree that's basically called out? So like who's 
above you, mm-hmm. you guys, and who's below? Like, when when does it come to that point? What's the I order guess? of operations yeah. with SWAT? Yeah. For, like, the point system. Yeah, like, so um, I think it's 1 to 16 is, like, you don't need the SWAT team. Like, you can call the, the SWAT commander if you want to, just like, hey, this is what I got. And then he'll be like, yeah, you're, I don't think you need to call out, uh, but just let us know if you need something else. And then it's, like, 16 to 24 is, like, you need to call the SWAT commander, um, and he'll probably send – few SWAT guys out and then in uh I think it's like 27 uh, it was like automatic SWAT team SWAT team commander Bearcat all the armor and stuff and then most of the team is going to be called out golly that's crazy yeah because just like the adrenaline alone oh, like yeah. you're talking about it I'm getting pumped up <laughs> like yeah it is it's I mean cool. it's like yeah. watching cops no. it is isn't like cops at all <laughs> made me think of that um is I that mean, show fake? No. Okay. No. Have like, you ever watched the other one, like the live PD the one? Live PD. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Is it better than cops? Well, it's just like, it is, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, so, so like, cops is kind of like the older, I feel like it's like the older yeah, kind of yeah. lesson, but they the like live PD and I, I don't know, I think it's patrol, live patrol or something now. Um, the only yeah, thing I watch is Paw Patrol. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Other patrol. Yeah, that yeah. was a little bit more censored than this. Case. Yeah. Yeah. So, like the episode that I saw, it was it was freaking nuts. This kid stole his four wheeler and like wrecked it. It shows everything. Oh wow! So this kid like flipped it. You see the whole wreck. You see the kid after. Like he's not in good shape. Yeah. It's showing everything. I, I mean, it's it, a ride along. Like at that I point. had to flip back <laughs> to it to see like what the conclusion the was. Yeah. But golly! So one of my incidents, an incident I was involved in, was actually on that show. What? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a very. It wasn't good for me. Um, Why wasn't God. it good for you? Because I got a little messed up. Oh no! Yeah. So um, <laughs> you got your shit rocked on live TV. It didn't. The one instance. <laughs> I know, right? You had one opportunity. Yeah. Um, so this is still like in the court, like it's still going through all the court stuff. Um, but it was like, I was just making this dude on a bicycle. Um, in my area, in, like the area that I work, there's like it's a lot of homeless, lot of homeless people in my area. Mm-hmm. Um, they all ride bikes. They all have meth on them. Um, so I'm stopping this dude for like a lot of people don't know if you're riding a bicycle, you still have to stop for stop signs. Sure. Signal your turns and all that stuff. Um, so he didn't do that stuff. So I stopped him. Uh, I asked him for his ID. He gives me his ID. He asked me if he's got any weapons on him. He's like, I've got a knife in here somewhere. I was like, all right, cool. Can I just check your pockets real quick? Uh, and, uh, as I'm checking his pockets, pull out like a little jar. Um, it's got a white crystal like substance in it. Based on my training experience, I immediately recognized it as meth. <laughs> uh, so I told him to put his hands behind his back. Uh, he starts to put his, one of his hands behind his back. Uh, as soon as I grab his arm, he, tries to run uh, I grab him up we go to the ground um, my my mic gets knocked off and uh, so I'm, I'm trying to control him fighting for like 10 15 seconds before I can get on the radio I'm like hey I'm fighting somebody are you mm-hmm. by yourself yeah so yeah I, I'm gonna uh, I don't have a partner I just okay. I'm a solo car um, so I'm myself fighting for that 10 50 seconds I finally get on there to, to let uh, get on the radio like hey I'm fighting somebody um, this one was I could tell this one was kind of different like I've I've been in a handful of uses of force, but this one, usually they're like, they're just trying to get away. Yeah. Um, this dude, he's, I could tell it was different. Um, so we're, we're fighting. I, I've got like his, he had a coat on, so I got his coat kind of pulled up over his head. And I'm on top of him. He, but so I've got in control there for a second. 
Um, he slips out the bottom of, of the coat, and we're kind of fighting again. Uh, so I try to pull out my taser, and he, like, his head is away from me, his feet, so he, he's, like, kicking me and stuff. Uh, kicks a taser out of my hand, uh, so we're now fighting over the taser. Wait, did EPD post this? Yeah. I saw it. That was me. That was you? That was me. Okay, every single time I see something for EBD, I'm like, I have to fight the urge to text you and be like, hey, <laughs> is this you? But then I almost did in that instance, but I didn't. Now I wish I would have. No, literally. Salt in the wound. He's, yeah. yeah, he's still pissy about it. <laughs> I am. I'm, I am a little bit hurt about it. Still. Go ahead. Finish the story. So, yeah, so we're, we're fighting over the taser. So I've got, like, he kind of kicks it out of my hand. So it's on the left side of me. So I'm, I'm reaching over. And, uh, like, he gets a hold of it. I get a hold of it. And it kind of comes brings over to the to the right side of my head and then it just, it goes off. I don't know. Oh shit. Hits me in the head. Uh I still got a little scar. So you got tased in the head. In the head, yeah. Uh, oh. You're by yourself. Yeah. 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 So it got a little Were scary it, there like, for a second. Are you you don't have to say exactly where, but like are you in like are, th- are there cars flying by as No, so it's uh, on, it's or? like a residential uh kind of a residential area. We were in somebody's front yard. Oh, uh shoot. Yeah. But uh I I remember like I first pulled him over, there were like two people, probably like five, six houses down. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I initially stopped a dude, I don't know if they were still out there. It'd be kind of messed up if they were still mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And just, but I don't know if they were still were or not. Um, so yeah, I get tased in the head. Um, I'm able to get up. Uh, during the during the fight, my uh, my holster, like I've got, a, I have a red dot on my pistol. Um, it, so there's a hood over the holster that protects like the glass. Um, okay. It gets stuck at some point during the fight, so I can't even get my gun out of my holster now. Um, so I eventually get up, pull the prongs out of my head, and he runs into a house or into a garage. There happens to be, like, just randomly three people in this garage. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, like, now the they're... The luckiest people alive. Yeah, right. So now he, he grabs an axe. Uh, now these three people are fighting him. Um, and they're all they're pushing up against the door, so I can't get in because they're all, like, pushing him up against the door, so I can't push the door in. Eventually, they kind of pull back off the door. We pull him out. Um, now, at that time, I've got people with me. Goes into custody and yeah. goes to jail for lots of lots of felony charges. Oh, my gosh. Did you, like, so what? Do you just get checked out by the EMT on? Yeah, so I. just go home or? I ended up going to the hospital just get, just sorry, just because where I was tased. I went, ended up going to the hospital just get checked out. And, yeah. Yeah. And Do you have to get that surgically removed? The taser? Thing? No, so I I just I was just yanking him out. I was I wasn't trying to get oh yeah I wasn't trying to get tased again in the head. So I was I was just yanking him out. Oh yeah, well yeah, because yeah. he's got it. Yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, so I I was just yanking him out, and uh, so I was bleeding a little bit. I still got a little scar. Um, yeah. Dang. I was uh, that was that was probably the like, it it got scary there for a second. Do you yeah, have it was to, scary? Is that do you use your weapon often? Uh, the taser. Um, yes, and your gun. Uh, <laughs> so after that incident, I've learned to, um, so it didn't, that, that incident didn't, didn't go well for me, um, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to ask, did you have any disciplinary action or anything after that or no? No. no. I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. I just yeah. didn't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know how it works. Yeah. No, no disciplinary action. So, um, like I've had, uh, this was like the first year on too, I got punched by some dude who was super <laughs> high on acid. I remember that. Yeah. So I haven't had good good luck fighting dudes that oh are either God, high no. on acid or high on meth. Because this dude yeah. was, he uh, he had Tweaking. a lot of meth in him, yeah. Um, he was on parole for dealing meth. He was, So he was going back to prison. He knew he was going back to prison. That's that's why he fought so so hard. 
Um, well, now he's definitely going. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> okay, but like... See ya. <laughs> okay, but like for real, they have like superhuman strength. No, uh-huh. they like, do. Uh, like all jokes aside, like I've seen people like carrying refrigerators on like their yeah. backs. Yeah, it's, like, it's wild. It is crazy. Yeah. So, not in person, but like a video. Yeah. yeah. I hate to do such a tailspin here because I, I still have more questions for you, Nathan, but it, are you on Evansville Watch? Yes, yeah. Do you watch Evansville Watch mm-hmm. at all? I yeah. mean, you have a live. Yeah. I mean, you don't need Evansville Watch. But anyway... <laughs> There was one, this was a couple months ago, where a guy was in the middle of traffic, like, jumping on people's cars. He would fall off their car, then jump back on them. Like, he had, like, nine lives. And I remember, like, reading all these comments on here. I'm like... The cars were moving? Yeah, like, just going down the Lloyd. Yeah. Wait, how was Do you he know what I'm talking on? about? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah I wasn't working were, like, that day, but... He literally had superhuman strength. Yeah. Like, he would literally... Like, he was jump on the Jumping cars. on the hood of their cars and, like, As riding. they're moving. Yes. And then he would fall off and just get. He Pop tried to up. tried to steal a semi. Yeah. On the straight Lord. up new fear unlocked. Yes, <laughs> exactly. What would you do? No, because like I'm afraid a snake's gonna crawl up the I gas know. pedal. No, now I'm, I'm afraid a, a homeless guy is gonna <laughs> jump on the hood of my jeep. No. no thanks. Yeah. So people were like calling it in. There was a guy like doing donuts, trying to shake him off of his vehicle. <laughs> I mean, I was, like, watching this all on Enzo Watch, and oh, I was just like, what would I do? Gosh. I don't even know what I would do. I think I would yeah. just be like, uh, he was trying to steal a car. He was trying to get away. Yeah. yeah. People oh do the darndest things. They do the darndest things. Did they catch him? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it took, like, five officers because oh. he li- he almost got, he literally been run over by a vehicle, fallen off three, and he was still. Still kicking. Yeah. Still I know, kicking. and people are like, how? Everyone He's in the comments, the comments acid. are my favorite on Amazon Watch. Yeah, <laughs> they, get, they get pretty like, funny. It's like, you know, what is this guy on? Yeah. But to, to answer your question about using, using weapons and stuff, like, after that incident with uh, fighting the meth dude, uh, Finding the method. Yeah. I've uh, kind of learned a lesson not like I kind of relied too much on my taser um, previously uh, leading to that. Um, there was no reason for me to even pull it out at that point because I, ha- I had him under control um, and he kind of got loose a little bit. And then if I had my taser still in my in the holster, wouldn't it happen? Yeah, it wouldn't happen. So I'm going to learn to not rely on the taser as much. Um, it's more of a kind of a, especially if I'm up close fighting somebody, mm-hmm. don't need to be pulling that out. Um, I mean, I've never, I've never had to discharge my, my actual gun. I've never had to fire it. Or That's anything, great. But, yeah. um, and I hope you never do. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to pull it out. Always, handf- yeah. Yeah. I've had to pull it out a handful of times and stuff like that. And, um, being close to like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna have to shoot this dude, but ended up not having to thankfully. Yeah. Um, okay. So we kind of touched on this earlier, but <clears throat> I've noticed a lot of people who, retire from military or they're not as full-time in military anymore kind of like you they become police officers what do you think that is it's so similar or it's like familiar it's comfortability what do you think that is uh, i think kind of i think you kind of nailed it right there it's okay. it's a comfortability thing it's it is i mean it's obviously different we're 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 not in iraq or afghanistan going up against terrorists and you know, we're we're dealing with u.s citizens so I don't want to be pointing my gun at U.S. citizens. You're here in Evansville fighting yeah, methods. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it it's same same but different. Um, and then you, you got the camaraderie thing again. You know, the military is is huge on camaraderie. Going through um, like kind of shared difficulties and stuff like that. Um, you do the same thing in police. So mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely the camaraderie thing, and it it is familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the atmosphere, the environment, like, it's like a brotherhood, like, Absolutely. same kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, what kind of quality, qu- 
qualities do you think that you have that continually lead you on this path of these dangerous positions? I don't know. What I'm, is it about yeah. you? Are you a thrill seeker? No, are you I'm not. I know. Yeah. I don't I don't see I, you as a thrill I'm seeker. So all. what the heck is going on? I don't know. Um <laughs> Is it like a servant heart kind of thing? I, maybe. You have a savior yeah. complex or what? No, I, I don't think Just so. Tell us. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. Um, like, I, I do enjoy like a lot of a lot of the runs we get we get sent to. Kind of dealing with kind of eight holes and like just not nice people. Um, but every once in a while, you, you get the run where you uh, you you get to help a genuinely nice person, uh, mm-hmm. and that I, I it doesn't happen very often, unfortunately. Um, but I, I do enjoy being able to get to do stuff like that where I like genuinely get to help somebody. Um, I don't, I don't think. I I think it's like, which, and I don't want to like speak for you, but I think maybe like the thrill of it not being the same thing every single time. That is. Yeah. um, That would be a big thing for me. Yeah. Cause you said you don't like working behind a desk. Maybe it's like the fast paced, ever changing environment. Yeah. yeah, uh, That's, I think so. Yeah. The, the desk stuff couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I don't like. Never know what's going to happen day in and day out. Yeah, um, could be just sitting in my car for eight hours. It could be dealing with someone who just murdered somebody. You yeah. know, it's yeah, it's you never know. Which mm-hmm. is which is it's fun. Um. So, but yeah, I don't think like a. Like sometimes a, you get taste in the head. But sometimes yeah. you get <laughs> taste in the head. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Yeah, it's a part of the job. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, how has working in these type of careers affected your relationships with others, romantically, family, friendships? I mean, in the time that you know, I got familiar with you when you're leaving mm-hmm. for a long time and coming back. What does that do? Uh, so, like when I was doing the whole. Um, like I'd go on active duty orders and leave for active duty orders for several months at a time and come back. Like I basically couldn't date anyone because I was gone all the time. Um, uh, but now that I have been dating someone, she's kind of getting used to now me having to leave a lot. Um, she, she doesn't enjoy it, but no. she, <laughs> yeah. she gets it. Um, uh, it's, it definitely has kind of, um, affected it for sure mm-hmm. leading up to it uh leading up to the current relationship um uh as she she knows that she knows that i'm gonna have to leave at least two days a month every year every month and then a couple of weekends here and there and then potentially could still get deployed for an extended period of time mm-hmm. um which she doesn't enjoy that either but she <laughs> again she gets it and uh she understands um, but she's also a cop too. So, um, oh, that works she kind of, yeah, she same mentality. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you were talking about, you know, growing up like family, mm-hmm. you have siblings mm-hmm. and mom and dad here are in Evansville. Yep. So what was it like? I mean, how has your relationship with your family been affected with having to be gone so much? I don't think it's really affected, uh, affected the family. They're, they're all extremely supportive. Uh, my mom cried a lot whenever I <laughs> left for basic training. Uh, she, uh, they thought they were going to get by. They thought that Nathan was going to be a financial planner. Exactly. A nice, boring job. Yes. Desk job. Now, now you're going to be a swap man. Yeah. Now it's taking, it's <laughs> taking quite the turn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's the ultimate goal? I mean, yeah. Like, do you want to end up at like Quantico or? No, no. I'm, I, it's I, already there. Yeah. yeah. 
He couldn't say it again. Yeah. He can't say it if he is. So we'll never know. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right now. I am, I'm very happy where I'm at here in Evansville. Um, being on the Evansville police department and on SWAT team that, that my only goal getting on, like joining the police department, my only goal was to, uh, get on the SWAT team. Uh, I was able to do that in only a couple of years. Um, so as of right now, I'm, I'm quite content where I'm at. It's going to be, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to yeah. be crazy to see where you are. Like, cause the fact that you've made it there in four years, that's, that's cool. And it's it's uh, very, yeah, yeah, you should be very proud of yourself. Thank you. Exciting. Did you work for the fire department for a little bit? So no, I, so before I, so like growing up in college, it's like, nah, I'm not going to be a cop. Like some of my friends were like, and you should like, you should be a cop. Right? Like, <laughs> my friends were like, like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, so I actually applied, was applying for the, the fire department for, I, I think I applied three times. Uh, and like, I, I killed the, the physical, uh, physical part of it. Um, their, uh, oral interviews, like I, I just never, I did not do well on their oral inter- interviews. Um, so I, I never got, what do you mean you didn't do well in their yeah, interview? Yeah, I, I don't know. They were they were weird interview <laughs> questions. I weirdos. I'd, yeah, uh, <laughs> like Miss America questions. <laughs> it's about to be guns versus hoses right yeah. now. Oh, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I applied two or three times to them. Um, I'm like you know what, I'll, I'll get the police department try. Um, and you know what, everyone was right. Uh, they fit. were. They were. <laughs> I, I'm 100 uh, percent glad that I went police department route as opposed to the fire department route. Um, not that it would have been bad or I would have not liked being on the fire department. Um, but I think the police department just fits me more. Um, the, the funny thing is, so whenever I got the call, um, that I got a conditional hire offer from the police department, like the very next day, the fire department called me and offered me a job. Jealous. Oh, they, they heard word got <laughs> they around. Did. They were yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah. They're making him wait. Now <laughs> they got him. Yeah. So speaking of guns versus hoses, I've never been to that. Mm-hmm. Is it actual cops and firefighters that fight? Yeah. So okay. it's, you got, uh, I are think you going to fight? Probably not. <laughs> I like people have talked to me about it, but like, eh, I don't know. I, I don't enjoy getting punched in the head. Is it like a choreographed thing or it's a real, no, it's, life, it's in, legit. in real time uh, fight? Yeah, Taylor Maris. Yeah. Um, we were talking yeah. about like acquaintances that yeah. we might know. She's done it a um, bunch. Yeah. She like trains really? for it. Like oh, yeah. she's like serious about it. And like they, yeah, the whole nine yards, oh, like yeah. they Is go Is it really a rivalry or not? I mean, I mean, it's a friendly rivalry. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, you guys work together, yeah. obviously, yeah. but like. I mean, we all know them. They all know us. Yeah. So. But it's not just it's not just Evansville firefighters, Evansville police. It's kind of people from all over the area. Um, and it's I think the firefighters team they have like obviously firefighters. But I think they do like EMTs and paramedics too. Okay. And then police. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the police uh, is like sheriff's deputies, police, even like confinement officers in the jails and mm. stuff. So it's not just EPD and EFD. It's sure. Kinda it's it's kind of like tri-state area. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Have you ever been to that? No, I haven't. Have it's you for, been it's for charity, right? Yes. Yeah. Nine one one gives right. hope. Okay. Yeah. 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 I have, have you, I've been to been? one. I've been to one. Um, no, he's got his work. ass kicked twice. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make it as a street that's fighter a, first. Hey, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I've I've only been once. Usually falls on days that I work. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. Like, yeah, it, it gets rowdy in there. Mm. Yeah, I want to go. We should it go. Is, it yeah. is fun yeah. time. we should go this year. It's we'll for go. Sure fun. And you should do it. We'll root you yeah, on. Yeah, we'll cheer you for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
That's the end of my questions. I think we found a lot out today that yeah. I have been wanting to know, yeah. so that's good. Hopefully um, you can get uh, some peace of mind to Taylor and Paige. Too, yeah, you know? <laughs> wherever you guys are, yeah. you know, <laughs> listening to this, yeah. just DM us if we didn't get to anything today. We can do a part two. At there you go. Yeah, you'll have to come on and tell more stories. Yeah, that's sure. so, yeah. yeah. Um, Arvin, something we didn't do last week, which I'm devastated about, was to do the one thing that you're like fixated on this week or that you love this uh-huh. week. Let's do it now. Okay. Do you have something? Um, dang. Do you have something, Nathan? For what? Like, favorite song, favorite food this week, like something that you're just like have you been submerged in. To anything over and over again? I have been listening to. Uh, grave digger by matt mason it's m-a-e-s-o-n um it's Never a really good song it. yeah so if anybody so my girlfriend's gonna make fun of me for this <laughs> but um dixieland delight yeah. really but <laughs> nappy roots remix oh yes okay little spin i yes. love um you need to look good it up. day by nappy roots. very good yeah nappy roots is nappy when roots i'm is in a bad good. day i put that song on in the oh yeah seriously me and britney garrison that's our go-to i that's love that the like viral song on tiktok of people like running you know it's called ceilings okay by i think the first name of her is lizzie i don't know what her last name is okay anyway i just love that song it okay. made it to my gym playlist even What's which it is called? ceilings I know you've seen it on TikTok. I'm not going to sing it because that would be criminal. <laughs> Why? I get arrested. Um, uh, Lizzie McAlpine. Yes. Yes. Okay, Give that a listen. Okay. It's blowing up on TikTok right now. Okay. I'll have to that. But love it, love it, love it. But they have like a couple different versions, like a sped up version and all this yeah, stuff. Club I like them, love them all. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that wraps up our show for the day. Thanks and for hanging out with us, Nathan. Yeah, thanks thanks for so much, you. Nathan. Yeah. yeah, thanks for everything you do. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank we you. appreciate it. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.